Hello, you are listening to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Richard Sherry, Portfolio Manager and Senior Research Analyst with the Kane Anderson Rudnick Global Dividend Yield Portfolio. Richard, thank you very much for the time today. The second quarter of 2022 saw continued levels of heightened volatility, leading to overall negative returns across most equity asset classes. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns? There were a number of drivers that contributed to volatility during the second quarter. However, they've changed somewhat since the first quarter. Early this year, it was supply chain disruptions and inflationary pressures that were weighing on markets and creating volatility. Those issues remain. However, during the second quarter, concerns about a potential recession became more prominent. The market is concerned that perhaps the Fed is behind the curve on inflation and interest rates and that by aggressively raising interest rates as they did during the second quarter, they may engineer a recession. Now, in addition, the war in Ukraine is going on longer than anticipated and may become protracted. This is pressuring global energy markets and the European economy. And finally, China's zero COVID policy remains an issue for global supply chains and global demand. Traditionally, cane portfolios hold up better during market downturns, given our focus on uncovering differentiated high-quality businesses. Generally speaking, this hasn't been the case during 2022. Can you talk about some of the key reasons behind this? In general, most car portfolios did not hold up as well as expected in the first half of 2022, but the global dividend yield portfolio did outperform. In our experience, this is typical for the global dividend yield portfolio in times of weak markets and concerns about the economy. Absent the early stages of COVID due to some of the unique aspects of the pandemic and the volatility that it introduced to dividends. From our perspective, that's because the businesses that we own in this portfolio are generally solid, mature businesses that hold up better than most in times of economic uncertainty. And that includes businesses such as telecom companies and utilities, as well as consumer staples, food and beverage companies and healthcare companies. These businesses generally maintain decent levels of revenue, even in tough economic environments. The yield, combined with the robust nature of the businesses that we own, present an attractive total return proposition to investors in this environment. Richard, our investors often like hearing some stock examples. Can you walk us through a name or two that detracted for performance during the quarter, as well as one of the key contributors during the quarter as well? The biggest detractor was Omnicom due to concerns about advertising spend in a potential recession. IMG is a Canadian investment management company that it's still generating positive net flows, but whose business will be negatively impacted by market declines. And after a strong period of outperformance, both BCE and Royal Bank of Canada both underperformed somewhat during the quarter. Concerns about a slowdown in the European economy related to inflation in the war in Ukraine continue to weigh on ADECO's prospects at a time that it has been increasing investments to drive future growth. The biggest contributor to performance during the quarter was Amcor, whose packaging business is benefiting from resilient demand and pricing power. BAE Systems continues to be a strong contributor. While devastating, the war in Ukraine looks set to force many European countries to spend more on defense than they have in the past. BAE Systems is well positioned to provide countries the products and services they will require. IBM is seeing strong demand for its hybrid cloud-based software offerings company's customers realize the importance of these offerings to their future success. Merck is seeing strong results for its key drugs, Keytruda and Gardasil. 
and safety insurance is seeing operating results return to pre-COVID levels. Richard, lastly, as we move into the third quarter of 2022, what are the key considerations you and the team are evaluating from a portfolio perspective? Earlier this year, the inflation outlook and potential interest rate increases were perhaps the most important factors that we were taking into consideration. Those still remain. However, they have diminished somewhat. Now that the Fed has raised interest rates in order to lower inflation, the concern has shifted towards the impact of a potential recession and how deep a recession it may be. We always seek to own businesses that have resilient business models and strong balance sheets and that have historically performed well in recessions. However, we're also cognizant that higher interest rates can sometimes be negative for higher yielding stocks. As a result, we've sought to construct a diversified portfolio that includes businesses that stand to benefit from higher interest rates, such as banks and insurance companies, as well as companies that we believe are well-positioned in a world with higher inflation, such as specialty chemical companies. As we've seen during the first half of the year, higher interest rates can also lead to concern that they'll negatively impact the economy, which in turn makes the kind of stocks that we own more attractive to other investors. We take all of that into consideration as we consider potential investments and as we construct the portfolio. As always, thank you very much for the time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.